We are holding steady right now at 37,000, 750. And if the date is right, we actually could get a pump to 42,000 in December. So I'm going to show you the data. I'm also going to show you some altcoin narratives that may run very hard into December. We are holding steady right uh, now at 37,000, 750. Yeah. And if the date is right, we actually oh, could on, get a pump to 42,000. There, okay. there we go. There we go. Okay. So I'm also going to show you altcoins which are running because if you do look at the altcoins, what you can see is you can see our altcoins are running. Render is running. Injective is running. Um, I saw a Celestia, which is running. I saw a couple of other ones which are running. So we're going to talk about the altcoins today, which are running. Um, yeah, that's what we're going to do today. Bitcoin to 42,000 and altcoins, which are going to run. So let's do this. You know, another thing we have to talk about today, we'd be amiss if we never spoke about this today, is we got, we got to talk about this because I think this is a game changer. There's a public perception that that was part of a apology tour. There was advertisers leaving. We talked to Bob Iger I hope today. they stop. You don't want them to advertise? No. If somebody's going to try to blackmail me with advertising, blackmail me with money, go fuck yourself. <laughs> Uh, my, my favorite part, my favorite part there is where he says, hey, Bob, hey, Bob, like as if Bob's in the audience watching him and he's like sending this message to Bob Iger from Disney. So we're going to talk about that. So we've got a lot to talk about today. doesn't seem like the craziest day on the market, but lots to talk about today. So listen, if you are new to the channel, subscribe to our channel now. We're growing at like a thousand subs a day, thanks to you guys. And that's the fastest we've ever grown. It also means that there's more people coming into crypto, which is amazing. The more people in crypto, the bigger our movement gets, the more the bags go up, the happier everybody is, the more we smile, the more alpha comes out. It's, it's just amazing. By the way, if you do want alpha today, smash the like button. For every like hundred likes, we give more and more and more alpha. I told, I told you, the more likes you hit, the more energy I get, the more energy I get, the more alpha comes out. And today I've got a whole lot of alpha. I've got a whole lot of alpha for you. So let's go into the meat and potatoes of today's show. But in fact, before we do, let's look at the altcoins. Um, so the way I look at altcoins right now, let's look at the at the at the at the daily. Uh, you got injective up, injective now at almost eighteen bucks again. You've got render having a good pump, three forty one, very very nice. You got a Celestia app. Uh, six $6.40, so that, that's going. I also saw Radix was up. Radix we spoke about yesterday, which, and I'm glad to see that, that people are starting to pay attention to Radix. Then you've got uh, the, the DGen coin, so you got, um, you've got Dreams Quest, which is with the DGen coins that the people in the office are playing, and you've got this, what's it called again, Josh? Fufi. It's Fufu, Fufu, it's up again. You DGens are making money with your $1.6 million fully diluted valuation coin. Yeah, that's, that's what these, these guys are playing. As I said to you, the people in the office are playing $1.6 million fully diluted valuation coins. Crazy, crazy, crazy shit. Uh, I want to just, just show you before we actually start uh, before we actually start the show today, I did take two trades. So I am short UST, but that's not a new, I, I opened a new UST short, $5,000 up, $4,200 up. I also opened an IOTA short because I just think it went up too quickly. I'm up $5,000. Let me know if I should close the UST short. Let me know if I should close the auto short. Let me know if I should close any of them or if I must just keep them running uh, and we'll close them. But I mean, great. Woke up this morning, took two trades, $10,000 in the profit. Ready to do a show, ready to do a show. You know what I mean? That, that's what it's like. Anyway, let's talk about um, why December could be a good month. 
Let's talk about uh, where this takes us. If December's a good month, what does that mean going forward? Because, you know, you're going to blink and it's going to be 2024. And we've got to actually kind of prepare ourselves for 2024. Uh, today is the last day of November. So, you know, you do have one more day in November. And if I look at where we are in November, here we are. This is the November numbers. We're up 8.81%. The most encouraging thing to me about all of this is that we are mimicking the 2015 cycle. So up in September, up in October, up in November. And then December is usually a good month for Bitcoin. So usually 28% up if you take the average. Um, you can't really read November's average because there's a big number. There's a 453% here. But generally, 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 uh, uh, December is a good month, specifically when you've had um, uh, October, November, uh, September, October, and November up. We know that the options right now are telling us that more people are bullish about December then are bearish about December. So what you can see when you look at the, the volume of options, you can see that there's lots of call options around the $41,000, $42,000 level. So you can see uh, between forty dollars and $50,000, that is where the majority of options are, which means that that's where the majority of traders are actually taking their bets. And remember, when we talk about options, it's generally not retail investors that are investing in options. It's generally the, the, the bigger in investors that are um, investing in options. So so right now, they are betting for Bitcoin to be between forty dollars and $50,000 in December, which is actually very similar to our winner Bitcoin competition. You can see that in our winner Bitcoin competition, the majority of people are saying that Bitcoin is going to be between dollars and $42,500, which is exactly what the numbers actually predict. By the way, if you're not already um, in this, if you have a banter, banter exchange account or an exchange account using any banter link, um, go to this, to this section over here. Put in your prediction. You get up to five predictions. It's one prediction a week until for the rest of the year. Up to five predictions. If you are the closest person on the first of the first uh, 2024, you get to win the Bitcoin. If you don't already have a banter account, just use one of these links to to get an account, and you you know you get a thirty thousand dollar bonus, eight thousand dollar bonus. Um, so the data is showing us that the majority of people are forecasting that we're going to get between forty and fifty thousand dollars in case, or in actual fact, around forty two and a half thousand dollars. Now, if you're playing the, the crypto market in December, you're playing an ETF narrative. And we're making huge strides on an ETF narrative. So the ETF guy said there was a 90% a ninety chance, and they're still sticking to the fact that there's a 90% chance of an approval of an ETF before the 10th of December deadline. We've had BlackRock meeting with the SEC again, and they're talking about really, really, really fine details. Okay, they're talking about like whether this should be, uh, uh, um, how it should be settled in kind, and they're talking about the redemption flow and whatever else. Now, it would be very, very, very strange if the SEC called in BlackRock for multiple meetings about the ETF, right? And then when they called in uh, uh, BlackRock for multiple meetings about the ETF, they made them fine print, they made them iron out like these small clauses like this, and then they said, ha, 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 sorry, we were just joking, no ETF. I mean, it just doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. So if you are playing the crypto markets now, you definitely are playing one narrative. You're playing the ETF narrative in December. That's what, that's what this market is about. And that's what the institutions are playing. If you look at what the institutions are doing right now, the institutions are playing the ETF narrative, Grayscale and um, uh, 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 BlackRock. That's, that's the ETF narrative that's actually being pl played right now. And you can see it because... As J James Van Straten says, says, Coinbase premium is going up, which means the American traders are starting to buy this. CME group, um, highest open interest that we've had. Um, you've got Bitto. Bitto is the 
futures Bitcoin ETF, and it is now at an all-time high of $1.5 billion in the, in the futures ETF. And that could all go into a spot ETF if there is a spot ETF, because Bitto never performs as well as spot Bitcoin. Bitto is the futures ETF, and it never ever performs as well as spot Bitcoin. I'll actually show you what it looks like when you have a chart. So I'll quickly add it here for us, B-I-T-O. And you can see how, let's just see. Okay, there we go. So the orange is Bitto, and you can see just how Bitto underperforms spot. So anyone that, anyone that would be investing in Bitto because they're buying a Bitcoin and ETF, they would rather buy spot and they would get this difference in, in, um, in returns. So, I mean, you can see that that's what's going on here. There is a tiny chance, tiny, tiny, tiny chance that the ETF doesn't get approved. We spoke about this. I mean, we think that there's a 90% chance that it gets approved, but there is a tiny chance that it's not going to get approved. And here I say the following. If you're holding Bitcoin and you're worried that the ETF isn't going to be approved, what you can do, I've said this before, you can hedge by buying options. So what you can do is you can go to Deribit, who are our partners. There's a link below. Open an account using it below. I think this is the best trade that there is. You go to the 29th of December, or actually let's go to January. So let's go to 26th of January. And you can hedge your bet by buying a put. So you can buy puts. So you can buy a $30,000 put at $536. That means that for $536, you can hedge your portfolio against the chance that the ETF will be declined and Bitcoin goes down to 20,000. If Bitcoin goes down to 20,000, these puts will make you $10,000. So to me, like... I'm very bullish about the ETF. I think there's a massive chance that it's actually going to happen. But, 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 I do think, I do think that there is um, a, a, a chance that it's not going to happen. So what did I do? I took 100 puts at $500. I paid $50,000. That's cool because if the ETF gets approved, I'm holding enough Bitcoin that the $50,000 is not going to matter. If the, the ETF gets declined, at least I've got some protection against the decline in my portfolio. So I recommend you do the same. There is a link below, a Deribit link, open an account there because you're going to need to learn to trade against institutions next year. And for that, you're going to need to, to, to learn how to use options. So that is the December trade. When it comes to Bitcoin, it looks positive. The next, the next thing that we've got going for us when it comes to Bitcoin is we've got the stock markets. I mean, the stock markets are pretty much at all time highs. Just look at this. So you got the S&P 500, 4.6% away from all-time highs. Uh, let's look at the US tech, which is the NASDAQ. So the, the NASDAQ is, let's just have a look here. I think also probably 4% away from all-time highs. There it is. It is 4% away from all-time, 3.67% away from all-time highs. Traditionally, December, very, very, very good month for stocks. In fact, one of the best performing months for stocks, if you take the data since 1945, um, Sorry, I've been drinking a lot of uh, sparkling water. Um, you've got uh, inflation also on our side, inflation coming down. You can see the PCE numbers came out just before the show. PCE, which is the production inflation, is going down. You can see the stock market is ripping right now. 56% um, of all stocks are trading above their 200-day moving average, which means that they're all getting into bullish territory. If you look at all the stocks that are making all-time highs that, uh, lately, I mean, what you can see is that the, the, the market where everyone was calling for doom and gloom. And we said, look, we think that this market is going to explode. We're now getting this, this market melt up. Stocks all-time high. Bonds have bottomed. You can see if you look at bonds, 
Uh, I don't know how many of you guys entered into this TLT trade with me at $84, but if you did, congratulations. I actually added to my position today at 92, or, or right now I put an order to add in at 92. What you can see is, yeah, let me just switch this, switch this off. So let's just only look at one thing. So here we go. Um, you can see TLT is back at, at 92. They're talking about potential rate cuts in March next year. Someone also says, look, the Nasdaq's printed a cup and handle. So it looks like the stock market is looking very good. 45% chance of a rate cut in March next year. I think these people are joking. I, I mean, uh, are uh, crazy. There's no ways we're getting a rate cut in March. You also got gold. Look at gold. Gold is flying. Now, the reason why I'm talking about gold is because if gold is flying and stock markets are flying, then Bitcoin kind of has to fly because both verticals that it trades similar to are the same. So look at that. So you got gold. I think the all-time high for gold is four is $2,080. There it is. And we are now $2,035. So very, very, very close to all-time high uh, on gold, which is, I think, which is, I think, amazing. So ultimately, it looks like December is going to be a very, very strong month. And then I think once December is finished, we have to start looking forward what happens after December. Because we, I think we, we're in a bit of like, is the ETF going to get approved? Is the ETF not going to get approved? We've got to start being a bit smarter than that and saying, okay, what happens next year? What does this market look like next year? And next year... It looks like to me we've got a lot of amazing strong forces that are going to carry us DGENs forward, okay? So what are these amazing strong forces that are going to carry us going forward? So I picked up this tweet. It says, so Bitcoin has closed seven consecutive green weekly candles. The GBDC discount has narrowed. Big banks and ETF analysts are, produ- are predicting spot ETF approvals by January. Fed officials are calling for rate, for rate hikes starting in 2024. Institutional money has reached an all-time high. Um, BitShares, Bitto, which I just showed you, up to 1.47 billion. US GDP growth is insane. GDP is pumping. There's no, there's no recession. And anyone who tells you there's a recession in, 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 uh, in, in, in the USA, you know what you tell them? You tell them... The public perception that that was part of a you tell them apology too? tour. There was advertisers leaving. We talked to Bob Iger today. I hope today. they stop. You don't want them to advertise? No. If somebody's going to try to blackmail me with advertising, blackmail me with money... Go fuck yourself. You tell them that. You just say to them, look, there's no recession. Go fuck yourself. Um, <clears throat> so it does feel like we are actually going to get a multiple asset breakup. You can see that. I want to just show you something else. If you look at the Dixie, look at the Dixie right now. The Dixie has started to come down over here. Remember, the Dixie was at around 107. The Dixie now at 103.4. Yesterday, it was at about one, uh, 102. But at least the Dixie is starting to come down. And that brings us into this melt up territory where you can see all risk assets starting to melt up and then you can see the dixie actually starting to come down that's potentially one scenario which will probably play out let's look at more scenarios for 2024 so spot bitcoin etf 90 percent approval there's the bitcoin halving there's interest rate cuts which could begin we've got all the bad actors out of the of the industry so you've got um well Caesar's not a, not really a bad actor but the u.s painted him as such but spf gone you've got three arrows capital gone you've got celsius gone you've got voyager gone you got a presidential election and that's a presidential election is always a year where they want financial stability obviously you've got um suzu as a free man you've got cuban selling the 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 um the dallas mavericks man he I think he's made like a 10x return or a 20x return. I think he paid like $200 million and I think he's selling it for above three or $4 billion. That's crazy, 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 crazy. So 2024 looks like it's going to be super, super, super strong. Um, I think let's look at the things that actually could drive Bitcoin v- uh, much higher in 2024. So the first thing is we have the ETF. 
Now, let's just say that the ETF gets approved. It's not about the ETF and the inflows into the ETF. I mean, yeah, okay. It, it, it is about the money and the buying, but it's not only about that. It's very much around what this means for crypto as an asset class. It, it makes it into a investable, institutionalized asset class that is no longer this magic money that is, that is scamful. By approving an ETF, 2024 is the year where if the ETF gets approved, crypto becomes a bona fide asset class. And if the institutions just invest a small part of their money into, uh, into the ETF, that would bring a lot of money in, into crypto. So that's one thing. Second narrative we've got going for us in 2024 is the halving. So we're 162 days away from the halving. The halving will happen somewhere around in April. We know what happens after every single halving. I doubt that this, will be, this year will be different. So we do always get a halving pump. It's always the same thing. It's always the same pattern playing out. Um, and usually we get an all-time high, which is 200 days after the halving. And if you look at, I mean, the ranges of where we think this cycle could end, I'm seeing a lot of predictions around 180,000, 140,000, maybe 200,000 on Bitcoin. Um, the stock to flow model says exactly the same thing. It, it says that Bitcoin should be sitting at 50,000 right now. And I think it will. Um, but the stock to flow model also calling for about a $200,000 Bitcoin. You've got the Capriol investment production cost metric. And this, every time that we break through it, we, get, we go into a bull market. So that's now signaling, signaling a bull market. You've also got something else that we haven't spoken about a lot, but you have the Financial Accounting Services Board changing the way that companies account for Bitcoin on their balance sheet. This is that, that ruling that Michael Saylor fought for. Remember Michael Saylor fought for that ruling that said that companies who buy Bitcoin don't have to keep writing it down and never write it up again. You can account for it at fair value, which means that there's no risk to holding Bitcoin on your balance sheet. And that's coming in in 2024 as well. So that's going to be, that's going to make a big difference. And it's going to make a whole lot of people actually want to buy more Bitcoin. So a whole lot of companies actually want to buy more Bitcoin. So that's the next thing. Also, speaking of Sailor, he just made his third biggest Bitcoin purchase ever. He just bought 5.28. He just bought $593 million worth of Bitcoin. So he bought 16,130 Bitcoin. He bought them in 36,785. And now they've got $5 billion. And I think he's got like $1 billion in his personal capacity uh, for Bitcoin. So again, all these narratives are going to drive us strong into 2024. We've got the ETF. We've got the halving. We've got um, stock to flow. We've got uh, the accounting rules change. So all of these are going to drive us strong into 2024. We it would be a miss of me to say that there's no headwinds for 2024. Let's quickly just look at the headwinds for 2024. The one headwind is that now that the exchanges are all clear and the US is going after the exchanges, they went for Binance, FTX is gone, you know for sure they're going for other exchanges at the moment. We're now seeing that the next thing that they want is they want the stable coins. So yesterday we had... Um, a treasury official saying that stable coins such as Tether may be in sight. And what did they say? They said, without ex explicitly naming Tether, a top official from the U.S. Department of Treasury took a shot Wednesday at the dangers of a non-U.S. stablecoin. Obviously, they want to do a, C a CBDC. So just read between the lines here. But what they're saying is, he's saying that whilst we have heated our calls, blah, 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 no one can use U.S. dollar-backed assets to allow for terrorist activity, uh, human trafficking. He cited U.S. authorities. Uh, he's saying, um, 
I want to directly address those in the digital asset industry who believe they are above the law, those that willfully turn a blind eye to the law, and those that promote assets and services and aid criminals. My message is simple. We will find you and we'll hold you accountable. And specifically, without talking about Tether, he was talking about Tether. So that, that is a headwind. And you'll remember that Larry Fink said that BlackRock said that USDT and USDC pose a risk to Bitcoin. So you, you will remember that. Then you've got Mt. Gox. They have $5 billion worth of Bitcoin. And we know for sure that in 2024, they're actually going to start making payments. So they made the changes and they said up to 31st October 2024, that is when they're going to start making the payments. That's coming in 2024. So far, nothing's happened. So far, they haven't been able to do it. We also have the FTX liquidator. FTX liquidator selling. They're starting to sell. They got permission from the court to sell about a billion dollars worth of Grayscale and other assets. This is good. Let them get all their selling out. Let's get them out of the system. Let's get the money paid to people who had money in FTX so we can bring that money back into crypto. Um, uh, and, 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 and we can actually get that money back investing into our, our ecosystem. So that's another headwind uh, that's happening. And you, you can see FTX has been selling Solana and has been selling Matic. What has it done for the price of Solana? Nothing. Nothing. Let's just quickly look at the price of Sol. I saw that the price of Sol... Hold on a second. Okay, so I saw the price of Sol 60, 60 bucks, 59.68. So, I mean, you can see that the FTX liquidator doesn't, isn't able to, to actually move the price. So that is why we have a lot to be grateful for, a lot to look forward to in 2024. When it comes to altcoins, we have a lot to be, a lot to look forward to. And one of the biggest things we've got to look forward to is, I mean, obviously the charts, we've got to look forward to, to the charts. That's, that's something that is really, really, really exciting. We know that total three is just breaking out of this pattern and we've got a long way to go if you believe that we're getting into a new cycle and we're going to get higher highs. So we do have a lot to look forward to. Um, the thing that I'm most looking forward to is this. It's the fact that I think this is going to be the last cycle where we have information asymmetry. In the previous cycle, we had information asymmetry about Bitcoin and about ETH. We knew more about more than the retail investor and more than the institutional investor, which made up the majority of the money in crypto. We knew more about the asset than they did. And because we knew more about the asset than they did, we held onto our assets when, when, when there was FUD. We, we were just closer to the fire. In the next cycle, what I believe is going to happen I believe the institutions are going to buy Bitcoin and ETH because that's the only thing they can buy. And I believe that they're going to drive the price of Bitcoin and ETH so high that it's actually going to be worth our while to sell our tokens to the institutions. Because we're going to, go to, we're going to want to move a lower down the risk curve or higher up the risk curve into the altcoins. And the best thing is that I think for us specifically, us as the banter fam, we have an advantage. We've shown you this advantage. The advantage is the information asymmetry that our channels bring you, right? Like, we just dig deeper. Our researchers are just better. And we managed to give you guys much better returns than anybody else. I want to just show you something. So like, first of all, if you're not using the strongest research tool in the market, which is the newsroom on banter bubbles, I don't know what, how you guys are surviving. Literally, literally, every single tweet that I look at, every single bit of content is available to you guys. Yes, but boy, you heard me right. You can use my research to make a show. That's it. Uh, apparently, that's what they've been doing. So you can literally get all my research from all my researchers for free. And right now, as I said to you guys, it is about information asymmetry. This is the last run where we will actually have information asymmetry. And we need to use that information asymmetry to make life-changing money. No one's going to help you. 
except our researchers. And you got the research for free. You don't even have to apply. Well, where else in the world is there a place where, 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 um, where, you, where you can get my research for free? Okay, so that's the first part of the information asymmetry. And we know the information asymmetry works. And I'll, I'll just show you one example of how the information asymmetry works. So if you go to Total 3 and you look at how much Total 3 has done in November, here we go. That is the performance of altcoins in November. They've performed 30% in November. Okay, our ETF is up 83.1%. And that is before, before you add in all our DGEN calls. This is like the long-term strong ETF. Why? Because we just seem to have better uh, better uh, information right now and information asymmetry right now because we look harder, we dig deeper, and we find stuff quicker than everyone else. And you know where that, where that stuff lives? That stuff lives here in the newsroom. Literally, this is where we get our alpha from. This is it. There's, we don't have any other uh, uh, depository, uh, uh, depository indicator or anything like that. Um, so that is the information symmetry. I also don't know if you guys watched the show that we did with Hustle last night. So this is the show we did with Hustle. We did it on, on our new channel, In The Game. A lot of you were there. Some of you weren't there. I don't know why you, why you weren't there. We gave you guys 10 calls or 11 calls. Here they are. We told you guys to enter. One of the ones we told you guys to enter was Shrapnel. Because um, Hustle said, look, you've got to get in quickly because it's going to bounce. And when I looked this morning, it had bounced from 16 to 20. There we go, 25% bounce. Okay, now that is what you call information asymmetry. If you would have just listened to our show in the game yesterday, we broke down for you why it was going to happen. And that's it. And what do you need to do? You go there, you subscribe. That's it. End of story. That's it. That's it. It's so simple. So, 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 so simple. Um, yeah, I think we also have... A lot to be excited for in 2024 when it comes to, yes, there's going to be an altcoin run, but the narratives like GameFi, massive narrative, real world assets, massive narrative, AI, massive narrative, layer two blockchains, not as bullish about layer two blockchains, social fire, not bullish about social fire, uh, Dexas, very, very, very excited about Dexas. I have to be excited about uh, meme coins. I have to have to be excited about meme coins. Um, uh, Omnichain Bridges, layer zero, very excited. GambleFi, super, super, super excited. There's never been a better time to be alive. And honestly, there's never been a better time to, to join us here on this mission at Banter uh, to retire in the next 600 days. Hopefully, we can all just retire in the next 600 days. We can meet on an island. We can have a party. I don't know. Something like that. It's all available to you right now. Everything is available to you. It's, I mean, 99% of it is completely free. Like, you don't have to do anything. Um, so that's that. Let's look at, quickly look at the altcoins that are breaking out in anticipation of, of December. Um, Again, where do I go? Everything everything is just in the bubbles. Let's quickly look at the last hour on the bubbles. Just tell me if I'm as close any of my trades, boys and girls. Let me know if I'm as close any of my trades. The last hour, not so good. Everything red, everything red, everything red, everything red. I've got three short positions open. FTT, IOTA, and UST. Those are the ones that I need to crash, okay? Those are the ones that I need to crash. Those are the ones that I need, uh, uh, I need them to crash. Um, let's look at the day today. So you got injective up 7.04%. Let's quickly go look at the, that injective chart. The injective, injective chart is a beast. Hold on a second. It's a beast. I mean, look at that chart. Look at that chart. Okay, so the high, the recent high, because I remember in, in 2017, it actually went higher, but the recent high is 19 bucks. So it needs to break 19 bucks. I saw another crazy breakout um, for Rune. So Rune crazy breakout. Let's quickly look at Rune. If you are in the rune trade, well done. I wouldn't get in now. I haven't closed my trade from yesterday. You can see it's still open. Uh, here it is. I, I will close it. 500. It's 2,291% in profit. You can see it over here. 
Here, let me make it better for you. There we go. You can see it over here, 2,292%, 95% in profit, $555,000. I will close that trade at some at some point. See my USTC short, 3,650. My OTA short, 3,710. I'm going to close them in a bit, I think. Let me know what you think in the, in the, in the chat. Uh, so Rune, looking very, very good for December. Doge, as, as this tweet says, I don't think Doge is going to be your best trade. But I do think that you need to have some Doge in your portfolio. It is the Doge 10-year anniversary. Doge is going to the moon this year. Uh, Elon is going to do something with Doge. You just know it's going to happen. So I, I would keep some Doge in my portfolio. I have got some. I Actually, I've got a long position open. You can see small long position open. I've taken $13,000 profit. I've got $37,000 profit uh, waiting to be taken in that Doge position. Um, yeah, I mean, what else is there? Say, Say Network is one that I wanted to pick up. And, oh, look at this fancy advertisement that you guys have put on for the Bybit card. Go down, sign up for Bybit, get yourself a Bybit card. I've got a Bybit card. It's amazing. Great card to have. Great card to have. It's in my wallet in the other room. But this is a fancy advertisement you guys have got here. Wow, wow, wow. The Scarecrows have actually pulled something amazing off here. Um, there's a new token coming out, which I, I think we need to look at. It's called Inspect. Inspect. Um, what is it? Uh, it's a game-changing crypto app which now just by using X, you can inspect and the inspector, you can analyze any token NFT or wallet uh, using it almost like a, like a plugin and stuff like that. So yeah, they say it's real social fire. Uh, so probably a good one to look out for when it comes out, hopefully it'll come out in December. So I think that's, we've got a lot to talk. We've got a lot to look forward to in December and 2024. Again, I do think that at some point we get a correction. That's why I don't have a lot of, uh, of like risky, risky, risky positions open at the moment. I mean, I've got, I, yeah, I nibbled, I nibbled a bit of, um, a little bit of like dreams quest just for fun. I mean, again, casino positions, no, no fundamentals at all. Just the office here was doing it. I jumped in just for shits and giggles. Um, let's spend two minutes talking about what happened with Elon. You ask me, I mean, I know, I know crypto Twitter is celebrating and they're saying, you know, that this whole big fuck you that he gave to advertisers. I mean, just, just watch this. Um, here we go. I mean, we, we did hear it, but let's just watch it again together. There's a public perception that that was I want to know what you really think about it. Apology tour. There was advertisers leaving. We talked to Bob Iger I hope today. they stop. You don't want them to advertise? No. If somebody's going to try to blackmail me with advertising, blackmail me with money, go fuck yourself. <laughs> go fuck yourself. There's a public perception that that was... So, I mean, you can see that that was quite shocking to everybody, everybody in the, everybody in the audience. And um, I mean, listen, I think that, I think that this, is cra this is crazy. This is, what's going on is crazy. Elon looks to me, he looks stressed. He looks tired. He looks like he's under a lot of pressure. I mean, he called Andrew Ross Sorkin. He called him Jonathan. Just, just listen to this. So I will certainly not pander. And, and Jonathan, like, the only reason I'm here is because you were a friend. He says... Like, what was my speaking fee? So you don't, you're not making was, any... Hey, uh, first exactly. of all, I'm Andrew, but... Uh, yeah, sorry. It's okay. Uh, second of all, we've known each other for a very long time. So I you see, that's the problem. I mean, you know, Elon's so stressed that he can't even remember who's interviewing him. And... I think he's, a lot, he's under a lot of stress because these advertisers actually do keep Twitter open. And he openly admitted, he said, like, you know, if, if they carry on like this, Twitter will shut down because of these companies. Just, just listen to what he said. You don't want them to advertise? No. What do you mean? 
If, if somebody's gonna try to blackmail me with advertising, blackmail me with money, go fuck yourself. But go fuck yourself. Is that clear? I hope it is. Hey, Bob, if you're in the audience. Well, well let me ask you then. That's how I feel. Don't about, advertise. How do you think then about the economics of, of X? If, 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 if part of the underlying model, at least today, and maybe it needs to shift, maybe the answer is it needs to shift away from advertising. Um, if, if you believe that this is the one part of your business where you will be beholden to those who uh, have this view, what do you do? G-F-Y. I, I understand that, but there's a reality too. It's <laughs> so awkward. Right? Yes. No, no. It, it, I mean, I, Linda no, Yaccarino's right here, and she's got to sell advertising. Absolutely. So, um, no, no, totally. So, so no, no, actually, what, what this advertising boycott is, uh, is, is going to do, it's, it's going to kill the company. And you think that the company... I, I, and the whole world will know that those advertisers killed the company, and we will document it in great detail. But there are, those advertisers, I imagine, are going to say, they're going to say, we didn't kill the company. Oh, yeah? They're going to say... Tell it to, tell it to Earth. But you they're see, going to so, say I mean, that. I think, getting, I think he's tired. I think he's stressed. But I think, look, my, my stance, I, I made my stance here very, very clear. For me, like, I believe in free speech. I believe in a world that's free of radical workism. I, I fucking hate work. For me, work is the worst thing in the world. And I'm willing to fight for, for this cause using my wallet. And I really feel strongly about this. I'm going to boycott any company that doesn't agree with my principles because there's, there's you know, free choice. Like, there's no more Disney Plus uh, subscription at our house anymore. That's, like, that's history. And the truth is, where I can, most companies that boycott uh, Twitter, I'm going to just stick up and say, look, I'm going, to, uh, I'm going to boycott them with my wallet. And to be honest, if we all do that, then they'll start feeling it in their numbers and they'll start realizing that trying to boycott free speech trying to boycott the one platform that actually does have free speech because of their bullshit wokeism, okay? Their bullshit, bullshit, bullshit wokeism. Or because of a mistake that their CEO made where he apologized. He literally apologized for it. I mean, we're all human. We all make mistakes. I've made mistakes. You've made mistakes. He's made mistakes. I think we just vote with our wallets. And I'm, I'm serious about doing this. And I'm going to do it. I'm, I really am going to do it. I just... I mean, there's certain ones that I can't get away from, like Apple. I can't get away from using my Apple laptop and my Apple phone. But where I can... I'm going to vote with my, with my wallet. I'm going to vote with my finger and my clicking. That's what I'm going to do. That's what I'm going to do. So that's the story. Um, I do want to show you something that, that's so funny that, that, that could only happen in crypto. Okay, so what happened was Kyber was hacked. Ky, you know Kyber, Kyber Swap. Kyber, it's, a, it's a DEX aggregator called Kyber DEX, Kyber Swap. So they were hacked. Uh, they were hacked for $40 million. Obviously, the hacker is a pretty smart guy. He hacked him for $40 million, but he's also a very, very, very fucking awkward guy. Okay, L listen to what happened. So first he says, um, dear KyberSwap developers, employees, DAM members, and LPs. Okay, this is like people who've lost $40 million. He says, negotiations will start in a few hours when I'm fully rested. This is after he, so basically he says, look, I'm taking a nap. And after my nap, then I'm going to have negotiations with you. And... Then he came out and he said, Dear KyberSwap employees, I was willing to negotiate and in return I've received mostly threats, deadlines and unfriendliness from the executive. That's okay, I don't mind. I've prepared a statement concerning our potential treaty. I plan to release it on November 30th at noon UTC. 
under the assumption that I'm treated with further hostility, we can reschedule for that a date when we all feel, for, feel more civil. If not, we proceed as planned November 30th. Okay, so now that's, that was the next part. So first he hacks $40 million. Then he says, look, first I need a nap. And then after the nap, we can negotiate. I'm going to do it for you, to you guys when we do salary negotiations. I'm going to say, first I need to have a nap before we do salary negotiations. Okay, then, then he says, okay, you guys are being very nasty to me. Please stop being nasty to me. Otherwise, I'm not negotiating. Okay, then today was, today was, was the winning one. He says, dear all and, and or interested parties, I thank you for your attention and patience during this uncertain time for Kyber the Protocol and Adar, as well as Kyber the company. Below, I've uh, detonated uh, a treaty for us to agree on. My demands are as follows. Complete executive control over the company. Temporary full authority and ownership over the governance mechanism the DAO. In order to enact legislative changes, my current wallet address is fine for this. All documents and information related to the company, protocols, formation, structure, operations, revenues, profits, expenses, assets, liabilities, investors, salaries, etc. Surrender of all Kyber assets. This is both off-chain and on-chain assets. It includes and not limited to shares, equity, tokens, partnerships, blogs, websites, servers, passwords, codes, social channels, and all creative and intellectual property of Kyber. Once my demands have been met, executives, you will be bought out of the company at a fair valuation. You will be wished well in your future's endeavors. <laughs> you haven't done anything wrong. A small error was made, rounding, rounding in the wrong direction. It could have been made by anyone. Simply bad luck. Employees under the new regime, your salary will be doubled. It is understandable that many current employees will want to leave regardless. The employees who want to stay will be given a 12-month, employees who don't want to stay will be given a 12-month severance package. Uh, no questions asked. Token holders and investment. Under this treaty, tokens will no longer be worthless. Uh, is this sweet enough? I'll go further still. Under my management, Kaiba will undergo a complete makeover. It will no longer be the seventh most popular DEX, but rather the entirely new cryptographic project. LPs, you will be gifted a rebate on your recent market-making activity. The rebate will be uh, for 50% of the losses you have incurred. I know it's probably less than you wanted. However, it's also more than you deserve. <laughs> this is my best offer. This is my only offer. I require my demands to be met by December 10th. Otherwise, the treaty falls through. Additionally, I, should I be contacted by agents from any of the 296 sovereignties concerning the trades I've placed on Kaiba, my treaty falls through. In this case, rebates will be exactly zero. Kaiba is one of the original longest-running DeFi protocols. No one wants to see it go under. To assist me with this transition of leadership, I may be contacted on Telegram at Kaiba Director. Thank you. This could only happen in crypto, guys. This could only happen in crypto. And that's, I think, why I love crypto. Even though I am a holder of Kyber, to be honest. I am a holder of Kyber. Anyway, um, that's that. Just remember, if you do want to join me on, in, join our team, we are looking for full-time and part-time researchers. Thank you to those of you who have sent in people that are, that are addicted to Twitter, addicted to finding alpha, want to work full-time in crypto. Thank you to what the guys that you've sent it. But if you didn't send a link to your Twitter account, and trades that you're taking with the thought process behind them, we're not even considering your application. So make sure that if you, we're only looking for people who are, who are really, really, really serious about a job. And then listen, lastly, 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 if you are tired on degening on meme coins and hold on, let's look at them at, and uh, Dreams Quest and um, what was the other one? Fufu, Fufu. Let's quickly look at Fufu. Fufu, Fufu. It's called Fufu. Which one is it? It's the orange one, eh? 
if you're tired on degening on these stupid, crazy degen meme coins, you can go and degen on BetSwap. Remember, you can bet. Um, you can bet uh, on all the football games. In fact, let me take a bet. Let me sign in without you guys seeing my password. Just a second. And let's actually take a bet for the weekend. What should we bet? Okay. I have got money in here. I had like $500 in here. Oh, I had 500. I've now got 900. That means I must have made money on one of my bets. Uh, Liverpool. Liverpool versus Fulham. Liverpool to win. 1.23 to 1. Okay. Let's take that one. Liverpool versus Fulham. Odds 1.23. Place. Yes. Place a bet. Uh, I only bet $1. That's a bet for ants. Hold on a second. No, I mean, crazy. I wanted to bet like $100. Okay, let's go. $100 on Liverpool. Liverpool will definitely beat Fulham. So I'll definitely win. Uh, Man City against Tottenham Hotspurs. That's a proper game. Arsenal to beat Luton Town. So Luton versus Arsenal. Let's go. Arsenal to beat Luton. I want, no, I want Arsenal to beat Luton. Hold on a second. Arsenal, Arsenal to beat Luton. Arsenal will definitely beat Luton Town. Um, what, what's going on here? Okay, I'm going to bet Arsenal. I'm going to work it out. I'm going to bet Arsenal later. Listen, guys, I've got to jump onto Twitter spaces. I'll see you guys again tomorrow. Until then, trade well, my friends.